Hello and welcome everyone to episode 30 of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam and like everyone else we are stuck in quarantine. Hope you guys are doing safe. It's affecting the podcast in that Isaiah is trapped in New Zealand without a really solid internet connection so it's been hard for us to record episodes. Anyways I pulled out an episode from our archives because I haven't released one in a couple of weeks so I apologize for that. But yeah, this is an unreleased episode. We're releasing it now. I still spent a lot of time editing it to make it sound decent. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy and hope you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, thank you for your patience. Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host, Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And we are joined today by our co-host, fellow zombies, Barry. Hello. And Isaiah. What's up? Today's episode is on the power of baseball, Overlord. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments, as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. Once again, the email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Overlord was released on November 2018 in the US. It was directed by Julius Avery. The screenplay was written by Billy Ray and Mark L. Smith. It stars Shavana Depo, Wyatt Russell, uh, who is also in The Falcon and Winter Guy, <laughs> and WandaVision Marvel shows, Captain Falcon and Winter Guy, <laughs> Matilda Olivier, and Pilu Azbeck. And also it stars Ian De Zestacker, uh, who is all- Fitz from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and also many, many more people. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 81% for critics and 67% for audience. A small group of American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. Take us away, Barry, on this adventure. So, I've asked this question before of some other movies, but you watch the movie sometimes and you think, is this a good, bad movie? Or a bad, good movie? And I want to say this is a bad, good movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh really? Okay. I don't think it's. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not bad. But there are like lots of elements here and there that would that are preventing it from entering the territory of being a good movie. <laughs> Some of the acting is questionable. It's like I, I'm not sure if it's miscast or just the acting choices or directing choices. But especially the main sergeant guy, not the one that gets killed immediately. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Explosives man. Yeah, explosives man, I guess. Explosives McBeard man. Um, <laughs> there's like no weight to anything he says. He he, yeah. he doesn't have like any authority behind any of his any of his words for some reason. Like usually when you have that character in a military film, they talk and people listen to him. And this guy he talks and you're like, I don't believe you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Generic soldier Rick Flag. Generic soldier man. Yeah. Even Rick Flag had a little bit more presence than this yep, guy. I don't he know did. if it's yep. I don't know if he just completely lacks screen presence or something. I don't understand. It's just and a miscast, bro. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then like some of the character arcs are like a little bit weak. I say most of them are pretty weak, I guess, except for discount John Boyega's main character arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think for the most part the movie is well shot. There are a couple of notable, really nice oneers, really nice action oneers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're watching it through right now. We're about to see one of them. One at the opening and one at the closing, which were actually done pretty well. I liked it. 
A lot of the action is done very practically. That this opening sequence is done practically with the plane they're sitting on in is on a gimbal, and all the all the effects <laughs> you're about to see. Wow! Okay. And they're just shaking the whole thing. Yeah, they're just shaking the whole fucking plane. They just inception this plane, dude. Yeah, that's, and that's and actually, um, this part, this right oh. here, this is done practically as well. They blow the front of the plane off. Wow. Okay. Just like Bane. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like Bane. And they gimbal the whole thing. All the action you see here is actually is actually practical. I was like, wow, this is... When I watched this impressive. the first time, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty well put together. Hmm. The performances are really questionable, but everything around them is pretty good. There's a lot less zombie in this zombie Nazi movie than I first expected. Like, a lot hmm. less. I was expecting non-stop Nazi zombies, and you get pretty limited Nazi zombies. I was disappointed. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I mean, I guess, I guess it, it works. It works fine. They're a little <laughs> supple. <laughs> it is the Dunkirk of zombie films. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the it's Dunkirk, Dunkirk of yeah. Nazi zombie films. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yeah, uh, I, I actually enjoyed the film. There are just little, little things here and there that take away from it, but I, I do enjoy it very much. Isaiah, I know you're just watching through the, with us live, so I'll skip yeah. you over and my, ask Sam. My comment is, uh, this film looks great. I've seen exactly four minutes of it. Looks good so far. <laughs> okay, Sam, <laughs> your thoughts? Wow, stunning review. <laughs> yes. Uh, my thoughts, yeah, I, I, I think I couldn't decide. I had the same question as Barry. I couldn't tell if it was a good bad movie or a bad good movie. Now that Barry discussed it and mentioned the things he did, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with him here. I think it's a bad, good movie. First of all, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I think it's shot beautifully. Like, all the effects look really nice. Some of the bullets I don't like because they look like laser beams, like Star oh, I Wars. I loved it. It looks so I dumb. I like it. It's, it's like a comic really book. <laughs> it starts out with a quote from, like, Churchill or, like... Yeah, this uh, opens with the Churchill yeah. speech. It's, like, so it's another crazy. sequel to yeah. Darkest Thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens after Dunkirk. Yeah, I thought, part, uh, three. Sequel to Dunkirk. part three. This is part three. You have to watch it in order. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and an Overlord. So I thought it was going to be serious. It wasn't. And uh, so that said, I, I like the movie. But here are some of the problems I had. Uh, again, I like the movie a lot. I think it's watchable. I think Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter is better in that... It goes to like 12. It cranks the dial past 11 to 12 and then it falls off. And I wish Overlord went that route because uh, since it didn't, you kind of get to see everything that's happening. So I'll start off with a few of the problems I had. I think the movie is trying to be a horror film and in the beginning and it creates tension but it's too artificial. So there's a scene in the very beginning where... Javan is in in the water after he parachuted out. He's cutting the parachute wires. That's the common thing you see in, in these movies that are parachute and they got to cut it off, right? And then after that, he takes his harness off. So there was no need to cut it. <laughs> so like it's creating this artificial tension where it's like, I got to get out. I'm going to drown. It's kind of, I guess, same as Dunkirk. Perry mentioned he's tired of seeing people drown. <laughs> and then the scene opens up with someone drowning. Like it's... It's kind of it's too artificial. It doesn't it doesn't create tension for me at least. Also, another one is soon after this. There's a very spoopy scene where there's dead guys hanging on parachutes with the forest, and it's on fire. There's smoke coming out. It's it's a haunting image, but the problem is, it's too removed. 
the protagonist isn't in that scene and we aren't in it as well so we're kind of observing it as opposed to being in the scene and that's way more scarier that's way more feels more tension when we're in the scene with the with the protagonist because then it's like oh my god we're in there with him or it's going to happen to us as well that 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 freaks you out when you're watching something happening from a distance it's not as spoopy that's kind of the problem i had uh i think they should have maybe hired someone who worked on horror films to give more input and make it actually spoopy but if if they did i wouldn't have watched this film so i'm glad they didn't <laughs> for those out there who don't like scary movies it's not scary at all uh, there's, no. No, there's a few jump scares which you see coming miles away and it's not that spoopy so don't worry about it also there's uh, attempts at humor at at this movie i, I really liked one where uh, Fitz, he's a camera guy and he's taking pictures and generic soldier guy gets pissed off he's like hey let me see that camera you know it's like let me take a picture for you and then just throws it away and then he just pulls out another camera from his bag (laughs) 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 that was really funny but yeah um it's great and then uh the problem i have is that everyone's an idiot in this movie they're like too stupid as soldiers i think they would have all died before they gotten anywhere out of that landing zone they're like walking across open fields instead of like sticking to cover. This happened right after they saw their Sarge get shot by like 10 Nazis. And then their answer to this is they're just going to walk in the open and talk loudly. And I was like, oh my God, you're going to get shot. What are you doing? Yeah, they're just having like a Sunday stroll with yeah. like enemies nearby in an unknown position. And they're just talking like, I can't wait to get back home to my girlfriend. Here, let me set up some more death flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, he steps on the mine and blows up, kind of like in Tropic Thunder. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, was, I laughed uh, yeah. so yeah. much. I saw it coming from a mile away. Yep. I'm like, here it comes. Here it comes. I didn't know how he was going to die, but I knew it was going to happen. He just, poof, gone. <laughs> I, I think it's a little too telegraphed in that uh, there's a lot of scenes where, you know, if you watch spoopy films or like anything that something's going to happen, they always leave space for either something to pop out or they leave space around the person who's about to die. It's telegraphed a little bit too much. I think they could have hit that better. Also, the final thing that I had a problem with was the the movement of the characters and the general layout of what's happening is very confusing. It's not as confusing as Suicide Squad, right? Suicide Squad is terrible. You, you can tell the chronological events of what's happening. You just can't tell the exact locations. You know, like the general locations. One problem I had was there's a scene where Siobhan is, boys, that's his in-movie name, is watching them pull out bodies from the lab, the church, and they're flamethrowing them. It's like, oh my god, they're burning bodies. And then he goes up and just walks away from this building. So he's walking on the road, right? There's Germans everywhere. There's, there's dogs. And he's just walking on the open road. There's a car driving. He's like, oh my god, let me hide. I was like, you idiot. Why would you walk on an open road? Walk near it or anything. Anyways, there's a dog chasing him. So he hops into the car, which goes back into the building that he just, he was watching earlier. So like, if you think about his movement, he's walking away from that entrance and the car is going away too. But then when he hops onto the car, it's going back into the base. So that means he was walking towards the base instead of away from it, which doesn't make sense. So there's a couple scenes like this where it's like, I don't, I don't understand the direction. I feel like 
not much care or like they kind of missed it or they're doing it on purpose to disorient you you know that's kind of common in horror movies anyways minor gripes it's a problem we spoke about a little bit the movie is bad at establishing itself spatially um we're watching right here an example it doesn't do a good job of respecting screen direction generally when you're filming people walking or moving from point a to point b if you're filming them you always want to establish the camera having them move left to right or always right to left. Usually it's left to right. And the movie yeah. does a lot of cutting to right to left, and then left to right, and then right mm-hmm. to left. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just blew up. <laughs> uh, Straight up Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> so funny. It's a warm blood-flavored jam. Look. <laughs> These people don't fear death. <laughs> But yeah, they make a couple mistakes. They make a lot of mistakes like that. There's very few establishing shots, and it loses screen direction quite a few times, so that you're like, you have no sense of space in the movie. It might be a deliberate choice, but it's not one that I generally like. Yeah, it could have been deliberate. I just want to know where you are, dude. just want to know where the things are. <laughs> I want to know where you're moving. We talked about this movie. has some nice wonders. Yeah, which are probably not true winners. They they probably do like some uh, match cuts or like or I didn't some, notice hi- it. Sorry, some hidden cuts. I noticed a few. There's some pretty nice sound design too. Like it does it does the trick where when there's a big explosion, like it just crushes the sound down to almost silence. And I always love those moments. It just gives you a great sense of dynamics. It's very simple but really powerful. I was going to mention Star Wars, Ryan Johnson being the visionary director he is, makes a use of this at the climax of The Last Jedi with the, with the hyperspace suicide ram. It just yeah, cuts yeah. all the sound and you just see it and you're like, it's like completely silent in the theater. And I remember when I watched it live, like a couple of people were like whispering like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn, this is a bad movie. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, good sound design, like, adds texture to the movie, right? With, yeah. With dynamics. You have moments of loudness, moments of quietness, and I appreciate when everything's not just, like, a loud, explodey mess, you know. So I thought I'd mention that. I, I, I appreciate <coughs> like it. It's, it's kind of... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a cheap trick, almost, at this point, because a lot of movies do it. Star Wars has done it in two films now. They did it in Last of the Jedi. I think they also did it in Solo. I've not seen Solo, but I know that there's in a... Solo? I think at the end with the big kaboom. Really? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a sound cut moment. By the way, that was done practically. That explosion was done practically. The entire explosion. I think they filmed it like blowing up a water tank or something like that. Anyway, we might talk about that later. No, we will talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, you're right. In the 12 days <laughs> 12, of Star Wars. Yeah, 12 days of Star Wars. My goodness. There's a lot of little tropes in this film. Like we mentioned earlier, they're doing the, the scene where they're just walking in an open field talking about their lives rip of any war movie ever <laughs> saving private ryan they're walking and talking about themselves and where they're from like every movie every movie okay except in this one it doesn't make any sense because they just hot dropped into like a war zone and they're surrounded yep. by german officers or sorry german army and they're just like so how are you guys doing today <laughs> boom <laughs> oh no he's dead <laughs> oh no we fucked up <laughs> <laughs> there's like a small romantic subplot thing it's not really romance i guess where this french woman shows up 
and she's speaking French. And I knew the moment she showed up that she would speak French for maybe five minutes and then they would give up on it. And I was Too right. Much work. Yeah, you were right. I didn't think about that. Like, they're not going to subtitle the rest of the film because <laughs> Americans don't like reading. Oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> I love subtitles, though. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Because we're weebs. We're used to read, watching yeah. Animu. <laughs> Subs are superior to dubs. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me. Fight to me. Her little subplot is a little bit dumb, but it's, it's okay. It gives yeah. them a little bit more motive push towards the, the final sequence where they have to rescue her little brother that gets taken into the zombie lab or whatever. She also has a zombie aunt that lives in, on the second floor. She doesn't eat people or anything. She yeah. just like goes, She's like, <laughs> She's really bumpy looking and, you know, just, just there. She just looks like a zombie. And apparently the, the Nazis took her and turned her into a zombie and then gave her back for some reason. Yeah. And then she's just there living in her house. And, and the French girl's like, like, she's sick. <laughs> she's sick. I'm like, yeah, no, she dead. <laughs> look at her. Fucking look at her. You look at it from every angle and you're like, what were any of these people thinking? What were the Nazis I, thinking? I don't know. What was she thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And the sad thing is like, so she, uh, they keep... Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere either. Like it she's doesn't. just there, and then she dies at the end. She dies, like, and what? and the French girl leaves her to die. She like she's Isn't like, hey, chase me, Nazis! It's a trap. And then they're like, let's go in the house and kill the aunt too. And then you just see her, her room where screen. there's a blood splatter. Yeah, and she just shoot her in the head. And then you're like, you just left your zombie aunt there to die. What do you <laughs> take her with you or something? You know? Yeah, just goes nowhere. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Okay. I guess that plot is resolved. Yeah. <laughs> I guess We're that's the like, plot oh, is resolved. The sex checkup's gone. They broke the rule. It's just, you know. The zombie woman must be used for something other than a jump scare. And then uh, the main villain is like the not rapey Nazi commander guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of bothered me. I, d- I didn't really want them to go there. Oh, I guess okay. it makes sense to make him like extra scumbag. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, uh, he's abusing this heroine female protagonist i guess yeah yeah like, right, whatever we didn't need it heroin as in female hero not the drug <laughs> yeah i'm like he's already a nazi you don't have to make him more evil he is literally the bad guy <laughs> like okay he's actual bad guy he's not like the bad guy bad guy he is he's the bad actual guy. bad guy <laughs> they also spend a lot of time explaining that they're making zombies and I feel like anyone that would have been watching this movie is like, this is the Nazi zombie movies. The Nazis are making zombies. So we could have just skipped all of that. <laughs> just like show them walking in. There's like, what is happening? Are these zombies? Oh my God, they're making zombies. And then move on. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. they, they spend a lot of time figuring it out and talking about what they're doing. And you're like, I understand what they're doing. <laughs> We are watching the Nazi zombie movie. Everyone that came to this movie knows what's going on. Nah, uh, these are these are like the people that went to Abraham Lincoln. Abraham. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, Abraham Lincoln, right? This Why is, is he fighting vampires? Lincoln. This movie is dumb. This oh, movie is not fun. historically accurate. You're right, you're right. I think this movie is still fun. It's still entertaining. It is. I don't know if it bombed or not in box offices. I didn't hear very much about it after it came out. You're right. 
Uh, you can check later how much you made. I know the budget was like thirty-six million. Um, okay, not bad. Which is pretty pretty low budget for a movie like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a low budget. Thirty-six million dollars is a lot of money, but like for a action horror Nazi zombie movie, it's a it's not a lot. And uh, they they did a lot with it. Yeah, here we're watching the scene where she's introducing her zombie aunt. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> The door is like slightly ajar and you just hear a roar, like it's clearly zombie noise. Like that's not a sick lady. That's a zombie. <laughs> Everyone just peeks in there and they're like, okay, I guess we'll ignore the zombie lady and just go do our business. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that makes sense. <laughs> Everyone's stupid. It's, it's like the end of, uh, ah, oh, the Simon Pegg movie. Um, part of the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, um, World's End? Not World's End. The one with zombies. Uh, Shot of the, Shot of the, the Dead. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how Nick Frost <laughs> becomes zombie. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shot of the Dead, I think, had better zombie action than this movie. <laughs> how unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But, I okay, so we're, you know, it sounds like we're bashing on it, but there's a lot of good stuff. Like, we already mentioned the, the effects and... The shooting, well done. There's one scene where Fitz turns into a zombie. He died. So mm-hmm. then Boys is like, I got zombie serum. Let's inject it into him. What could go wrong? Yeah, he's just up like, and, I've got yeah. this mysterious vial of evil Nazi serum. <laughs> Let's just shove it into his chest. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he comes up and then he's yeah, like, gonna... he's acting weird. And then there's a scene where he's like, oh, it's getting hot. He starts stripping. And his like head hurts, so he's like bashing his head into a pillar, and it's like super strong. And then he snaps his neck backwards, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> it looks sounded wrong, it looks wrong." And he snaps his head back, and like it's not quite in the right place. There's like bones sticking out everywhere. And just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh that looks that looks like it hurt." And then um, boys who has not done anything competently or taken any action in the entire movie. Just knocks him over and starts bashing him in the head with the rifle. He killed his own friend after he made him into a zombie. And I was like, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. The characters are so inconsistent in this movie. Uh, not, not the point of the movie again, but... Yeah, I probably would have spent a lot more time trying to convince the invincible zombie soldier guy to be on my side. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, bro, chill. Just chill. We're going to go wreck some house. And then you can go eat some brains or something. I, don't, I do not even care. <laughs> the zombies are a little bit different in this movie they're not just like uh they're not fast zombies they're like pumped up regular guys that are like yeah, they're not like 48 what is it 48 days later or something yeah they're, not like, uh, they're also not like shuffling mindless zombies mm-hmm. they're just kind of like super violent they have road monsters. rage yeah road it up they're ro- road raged yeah so <laughs> yeah, like good- you'll know what this movie is like You'll like it right away when you see it, if you like this type of movie. Because, like, they put one syringe into Fitz, and then he goes psycho and, like, all wrong, right? So the Nazi general, he got shot in the face. And he's like, I, I need serum. And the doctor's like, nine, Nika, you know? I think that's proper German usage. Like, nine, nine, it hasn't been nine, tested. Nine. Yeah, so he's not good. He puts in one, and then he puts in two, just for good measure, you know? And then he's fine. And... <laughs> And all this, for some odd reason... It's like, the secret is two. Yeah, it takes two. <laughs> and the doctor's like, my God, <laughs> my God, <laughs> you know? 
and then he's just normal, right? And just like, oh, that that wound, by the way, is, looks fantastic. Half his face is missing. And then later, when he's fighting them, he just starts regenerating then and there for some reason, not right away either. So I was like, Barry pointed that, and I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe it's too late. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that was the next snaps back like that? Yep, yeah, yep. The next snap. All the bones boss. come out. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. When did this film come out? 2018 in the US. 2018. Oh, so Fitz yeah, was yeah. already Fitz. Yeah. <laughs> But now he's dead. Rest in peace, Fitz. Like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> At least a version of him. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't let our bagging on the movie. We're just pointing out some of the inconsistencies or the things they could have improved. Only doing this because we actually liked the movie. It was a very enjoyable watch. Mindless watch. Yeah. It was pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I think more people should have seen this movie, but they either thought it was like dumb or too scary it's not scary i can yeah. watch if i can watch it it's not scary yeah if sam can watch it let me tell you guys it is the least scary thing in the <laughs> yeah. entire world because he is a coward yeah i won't watch pandorum right isaiah right you're on you're on we were with me on this right me and isaiah <laughs> oh, we don't watch spoop, boopy movies we say no to those maybe this can be the gateway drug and i can get you guys to watch some uh, more no, scary no. <laughs> no no thank you i think a lot of spoopy <laughs> movies are just really stupid <laughs> yeah a lot of them are quite dumb like i just like why even bother wasting my time <laughs> but there's some good stuff out there like event horizon pandorum i watch event horizon which is why i don't watch spoopy movies anymore <laughs> when i was a child that's yeah, probably this... a bad first scary movie to watch because it's really scary <laughs> and when you're a kid you know like it messes you up you're like oh my god it was originally a lot scarier by the way mm. Really? That sequence of, like, super violence that flashes across the screen, that was originally, uh, like, I don't know, like, 15 minutes long. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they filmed a lot more stuff than that. Yeah, I watched the TV cut, so... Yeah, no, the the, the R cut and then the deleted stuff is super disturbing. You're like, mm. oh, my God. I still remember the scene where he, like, Everyone plucks their eyes out. It's like, we're, we're going. going. We don't yeah. need eyes. We don't need eyes. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, was that a Back to the Future callback? Yeah, I guess. Where are we going? We don't need roads. <laughs> we don't yeah. need roads. Like, Just wow. throw your tires out, but instead your eyeballs? I don't know. Yeah, but that movie scarred me. And it's not, I don't recommend showing it to kids. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Like, I'm all for horrific violence. Like, this movie, this is a child-friendly movie. Yeah, it's very child-friendly. Overlord is a child-friendly movie. I agree. Just like John Wick. Very yeah. child-friendly. Like John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very child Children need horrific violence. I really like the violence in the movie. A lot of limbs get blown apart. It looks great. It's wonderful. There's a lot of blind firing, and then, like, a line of guys just drop at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, whatever. Where Dunkirk was, like, realistic and grounded and gritty... This movie is like, I'm just going to unload on this Nazi dude. <laughs> this is a movie. This is a third arc. They need to be action heavy. You know, like it makes sense. It's a return of the Jedi. You know, this is the return Dunkirk of the Jedi. was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Instead of Ewoks, you have zombies. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I actually, uh, Ewoks are way worse. I hate Ewoks. <laughs> are you, but they're so cute. No, they're just like the zombies. They look scary. I think the zombie looks cuter. Yup, yup. <laughs> yup, yup. Oh, this moment we're watching in the film, this also... I don't know, it made no sense to me. Like, when do we get to this point? 
the character arcs are a little bit uneven. You're like, sometimes they just make like this big leap. And like, when did we get here? Okay, whatever. It's unimportant. Yeah, that explosive guy is like, I need to get my vengeance on Nazis. Forget saving the little boy. And, and the boy's like, we need to save him. That's the right thing to do. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> but it's like, it was nowhere hinted that this guy had a grudge. And again, uh, no, no fault to the actor. I'm pretty sure he's a fine actor. I think it was just miscast or misdirected. But like Barry said, you can't take this guy seriously. Look at him. Look at his yeah. stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other stuff is that guy in? Like, he looks so familiar. Uh, not a lot, but again, he is going to be in the upcoming Disney Was series. he the barkeep in Dead, Deadpool, or is that a completely different guy that just looks very similar? No, no, it's a completely it's a different, different guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is this the scene where he's like, nine, nine. Nine, nine. Don't do it. Don't I do need it. Not one, but two. <laughs> it's like, one never worked, but two. Two. Two will work. Two will clearly work. Let me just eject it directly into my pelvic bone. Because <laughs> that's the best place to eject the thing. Yep, yep. That's where you put in the EpiPens, bro. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Or I heard that, uh, I think it happened to someone where... They were holding the EpiPen backwards. Or I did, weren't you told me about... You told me about this, right? It went into their thumb bone? Uh, I don't think I <laughs> remember telling you, you that. Really? Okay, no, someone else so. told me that. They held the oh. EpiPen backwards with the needle on their thumb. That's a great effect right there. And it jammed it into their leg and the needle went into their thumb bone. That sounds about right. Yeah. Mistakes happen. <laughs> <laughs> the heat of the moment. Yeah, it was at that moment he knew he effed up. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> All right, I think I think that's we can end it there, right? <laughs> There's not much more to say. I mean, it's yeah. Again, we're griping the entire time. It's still it's still a pretty fun movie. It there's is. Lots, I agree. There's lots of great stuff here. The action's fun. Performances aside, discount John Boyega does all right. Discount John Boyega. Yeah, if you ask me, I think it's probably more digestible than Dunkirk in that you don't really have to think. You don't have to really feel anything. It's just enjoyable. You should actively avoid thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't think. Otherwise, it'll ruin the movie for you a little bit. It ruins the experience. Makes yeah, it sense. does. All right. <laughs> On that note, let's uh, closing thoughts. <laughs> closing thoughts. Um, you know, I think this movie maybe struggles a bit for identity as its main mm, issue. Yeah. It's like it kind of wants to be like a war movie. Kind of wants to be an action movie. It wants a little bit of drama. And wants horror elements, and it definitely never reaches enough into each category. There are moments of each, like a slightly uneven film from all perspectives. But if you can get past, and it's it's kind of a fairly minor complaint. I just like complaining about things because I'm because I'm a bastard. But other than that, like the action is well constructed. There's lots of memorable moments. It's probably intentionally funny, honestly. Yeah, like over the top deaths. The zombie designs are actually pretty cool. And yeah, it's it's enjoyable. If you're looking for like a not spooky film that is a little bit spooky to convince your coward friends to watch, this is this is a good movie. I would give this film Oh, this is kinda tough. I think I'm gonna give this six suicide squads. Mm, okay. Six suicide squads. Slightly better than exactly average. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, Isaiah, how about you? And the little that you've watched right now, I think you've seen enough to rate it. 
Uh, I'm gonna give it like a four. Four? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't even need dialogue to tell it's kind of bad. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's still better than Suicide Squad, right? I mean, it's actually decently cinematic, surprisingly yeah. enough. I forgot yeah. about this scene. They capture a zombie, they strap him to a motorcycle, and force him to drive into the compound. Yep. How does he drive straight? Uh, does why he, does he drive? Do, why, why does he, he just stop? <laughs> yes. Why does he accelerate? And why does he stop there? Why do they open the gate for him? It's like... It's a four. It's a But look at this. Look at this. It's a four. Look at how entertaining this is. They ripped the duct tape off his mouth. There's grenade. There's a grenade in his oh mouth. And somehow the explosives oh. lit in the sidecar remain lit the entire time. And then the grenade goes off <laughs> and he just blows up there. <laughs> Look at the explosion! Yeah, God, it's look so at bad. it. And then people are on fire. Like, oh my god, my leg's missing. And then a guy just shoots a gun, and everyone falls on at the same time. It's it's wonderful. It's lovely. I don't know how you can give this a four. <laughs> it's great. Look at this. Yeah, look at this. Oh, I would say he's just, just shooting a pistol from like hundred yeah. miles. Oh, and he hits him, of course, of course. That's how that works. Yeah, look, look at this. They like, all fall down. out at the same time, even though the bullets are fired like you know one after the other. You know, it's impossible for people to fall down at the same time. <laughs> it's falling like blades of grass. It's great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm gonna give this a six point five. I think Barry nailed it. They try to be everything, and because of that, kind of diluted the movie. I think. It would have been better if they stuck to being a a zombie like parody almost like over the top violence uh humor and just just ridiculous situations a little a little kind of like tropic thunder version of a, a zombie movie I think that would have been awesome but yeah as is I think it's watchable you don't have to think anything you don't have to feel anything uh, and you're going to get some enjoyment out of it all right oh I was going to say any holidays coming up, we can do not a podcast, but like a commentary track on the movie. Like we can pick one and then we can a just... commentary track? Yeah, yeah. We won't get bigger, you know? Because <laughs> no one's going to download it. Let's <laughs> download it and then watch it with the movie. So that's a lot of effort. We'll have to Anyways, pick one that we know fairly well, that we all know fairly well. Oh, no. It's just going to be like bad commentary. <laughs> just be it's like, not what, gonna be what good is going commentary. on? Wait, what was that dude's name again? A uh, German man. <laughs> uh, she's trying to rescue her brother from the Nazi laboratory. I forgot what she used, but it's very basic German. She's like, "Wo, wo, wer ist mein Brasser? Bruder, mein Bruder." All right. On that note, let's end there. <laughs> this this podcast kind of reflected the movie. It's a little uh, lacking the genre and just all over the place with uh, bad acting <laughs> on that note it's good this fun. has been episode 26 on overlord thank you for listening in write to us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com once again the email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com catch you guys next time thanks for dropping by guys stay pointy stay pointy stay pointy